They said this is 90s night. So they brought out a 2000 artist. <laughs> but my album came out in 99, so I guess that counts. Sanchez, we ready? Are we ready? I guess not. Mark Jackson face. Antoine Walker face. What is going on? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. We out here. We here. We out here. Yo. Did you see Ja Rule at the Milwaukee game? Yeah, Ja can't catch a break, can he? <laughs> Sanchez, we ready? Yeah. Are oh. we ready? Oh. Guess not. <laughs> Yo. Sanchez sabotaged Rule away. What was that? He said, they brought me here for 90s night, and I'm a 2000s artist. <laughs> John, what? <laughs> said, John, what? I want to know who booked him. That's what I want to know. I yeah. want to know who booked Ja Rule for 90s night in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Fire that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Giannis was out there in the middle of his performance shooting threes. <laughs> 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 he had no respect for Ja. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody said he, he he said he was doing um he put the little B curse on um Sacramento and then they responded back and said, Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna be fire, but they spelled it like the festival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> Yo, if you can if you can be on a social media for one of these companies, man. Nah, she was just uh that was just stupid. That was it was pretty stupid. That was stupid. Like it, it's different if you tweet that from your own personal account, but you tweeting from the from the business account, fam. You gotta yeah. Yeah. You she gotta was trying to get them clicks though. She was trying to get trying to get eyes on the page. What about it all along? Oh. Oh. But yeah. What can you do? Oh, okay. 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 Did Donnie know you were doing this rendition for us? Uh, you want to do what with me? Uh, nah, I'm, that's your hill. <laughs> that's your hill to die on. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, that's your hill to die on. Sorry for you. Okay. 
Uh, I guess this is the music episode because there's a whole lot we're gonna. You guess. I, I guess this is a music episode. Open up with Ja Rule's miscues. Uh, yeah, I guess this is gonna be that episode. All right, what are we going with this, Mr. Producer? I'm just trying to let you. I'm just trying to say, if you let me produce you, we will be all right. Producer. I'm just saying, we would be all right if you just let me be great, but you don't want me to be great. That's part of the problem. I mean, you wouldn't even do what with me, so. No, no. Mm-mm. I'm not even. That's, that's your hill. That's your hill. See? Yeah, you don't let me produce. That's the problem. You can produce a little bit. You don't. You don't. You don't let we me can produce. Co- we can co-produce. The next level, and you just want to be stagnant. Co-exec. We can co-exec this joint. Don't try to <sighs> ditty me, nigga. You can't executive produce an executive producer. This is what happens. You see what? That's the attitude. Why a whole lot of people don't want to work with Kanye now. I, I get it, Melissa's. Jesus, oh. I get it. I see where it's going. Niggas is back on the Kanye train. All no, it takes you. is one little Fred Hammond sample. <laughs> Some, <laughs> the little 808s. <laughs> like, yeah, Kanye, let's go! You really that hype over that one that one uh, clip? Are you... Are you really I know the that heat high? is I know the heat is gonna be heat on Yandy. Yandy, whatever that album is called. <sighs> but you know my problem is you know my problem is with you. Oh now we have problems. Okay. That that nigga says all that MAGA stuff and he can do one Fred Hammond sample and he can win you back. Just that quick. I never really cared him. Quick. He was just annoying to me. I was just like over him. I never really canceled like like R. Kelly is canceled. I never I never canceled yet like that. I don't know who has. I mean, I guess some people, but I I didn't cancel Ye on the level that I've canceled R. Kelly. He was just I was just like I right, I'm over this nigga. Scream at me when the music is fire again. That's what I was with Ye. That's a dog. And I wasn't buying no Yeezys. I was going to buy my husband some Yeezys for Christmas, but then I was like, nah. Weird flex, but okay. I don't know. If the album dropped before Father's Day and it's fire, you know, he may get some Father's Day Yeezys. Oh, that's that's, that's his official, uh, I'm done with being uh, annoyed with you, is buying his sneakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most deaf. He ain't really like, hurt nobody. He just said some really stupid stuff. <laughs> like, I'm like I'm Donald Trump was let... his superhero. Like, what are you talking about, nigga? Shut up. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're letting your bias be known because I'm I'm tired of people killing me for my J bias up here. But I'm glad you are saying outwardly that you are not above 
giving Kanye another chance. I'm glad. Yeah, he didn't really, like, he didn't harm anybody. He just said, like, crazy stuff. And we all know he has mental issues. So, right. you know. Oh, you throwing that cake on. Oh, you okay. could, you, you know, okay. he didn't take his meds. His bipolarism okay. is his, you know, his superpower. So, you know. Yeah. And then he denounced the whole manga thing. So, you know, we'll see what, we'll see where that goes. He don't pop up in another red hat for the rest of the year. Yeah, Kanye, come back to the cookout and the album be fire. Watch how many people invite him to the cookout. It ain't just it ain't just me. For the sake of argument, because yeah. we can't account for everybody, we don't <laughs> talk about you up here. No, we can't said. account for everybody. Watch you're you you saw the love from that from that clip. You saw it. Nobody was dragging you for that. Everybody's like, "Yo, Kanye in his bag. This the Kanye we love. This the like." Niggas was on his eggplant. That's a little. That's a little aggressive. So you you already you already know, that's you already right. know if that album is fire, he is back at the cookout. Watch. I think you have some that will disagree with you and say it doesn't matter what he does, he's still banned. Nah, so watch. to speak. No, you're not. Because niggas can't really even separate the music from the artist. So if, if that album is fire, that whole MAGA thing is what MAGA thing? What slavery was a choice thing? Guarantee you. They're going to be like, oh, we got Kanye back. Jack, jack, jack. Suck off. Watch. I just want to be the first one to lead the charge and say that nigga still canceled for me. That's what I'm say. Keep that same energy when the album drops. I, my energy is there. I'm just uh, okay. You know. oh, okay. Uh, okay. Let let this serve. Let this audio file serve as testament for when you try to say pull a foul. Oh, you think the record time? Listen, you gonna do it for me? Well, being that we're talking about Kanye, it's only right that we talk about his. Uh, would you say is this arch nemesis? Yeah, they got a weird bromance, hate, love. I love you and I hate you and I love you again. Music industry weirdos. What was the actual question you asked about Drake's music? So I was thinking a lot about the music that was released in 2018. And for me, Drake kind of got lost in the in the conversation. With Scorpion. Like, yeah, with Scorpion. Like, if it wasn't for Shiggy's challenge, like, Drake would have been nowhere in 2018. Like, nobody was talking about Drake, nothing. It was that Shiggy challenge, and that thing went viral, and that did something else for the album that probably wouldn't have you know, happened originally, in my opinion, because that song is not even dope. Like, that's not even one of the best songs, better songs on the album. 
Um, so I started to think about um, Drake and classics and that, that line that Kanye, speaking of Kanye, when he was like, when you talk about classics, do my name get bought up? And I'm like, when I think about hip hop classics, Drake doesn't really come to mind. You don't think he has so any? I started, huh? You don't think he has any? No, I don't. Okay. I don't really. I do think um, Take Care comes close. I think Take Care is a classic for Drake. Like, that's a classic Drake album. But in the in the realm of hip-hop classics, I don't think that fits anywhere. Uh, when you talk about, like, Doggy Style, Chronic, um, Reasonable Doubt. Like I don't, I don't think, I don't think Take Care like compares to like you know those those great hip hop albums. I do think that it is a classic for Drake, like a classic Drake album. So I started to like you know revisit all of his all of his old stuff, and to me it didn't age that well. But you know you're not alone in the sentiment. So of I was that like, you- huh. I said, you're not alone in thinking, in a sentiment of thinking that he has no, um, that Take Care isn't a classic and that he doesn't have any classic albums. That's been a lot of the um, critique from him is that he doesn't have a distinct classic album. Yeah, so I, so I, I started to revisit and I'm like, okay, these, these albums really aren't hitting for me. Um, so I was like, well, am I biased? Because I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I'm not a like big Drake hater. He just he's just like okay to me. When he, you know, when he's in his bag, he delivers lyrically. Um, he has the most quotables, arguably, in, in hip hop history. Like nobody is quoted, you know, when we talk about social media and captions, like Drake's lyrics takes that. Um, and he has big moments. But like his albums collectively don't do anything for me. So I'm like, well, is this just me? Because I'm not really like a fan fan of his. So that's when I reached out to you. But then you're also not like really a fan fan of his. But I don't believe you to be a Drake hater. So um, I reached out to you to see where you were on the, the Drake having a classic album, having his albums age and... Like, where do you put him in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about, like, hip-hop hip hop royalty? Uh, I wanted to thank you for this assignment because... Um, you're welcome. It made me go back and actually... Because, you, you know, like, with if you have a, a certain artist or, or... You go back to whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a... You create a playlist or you create mm-hmm. certain songs. You go back to that. You don't necessarily go and revisit the entire album. Right. And that's what this did to me. And I went back from the first. And let me just tell you, I uncovered a whole lot about Drake <laughs> and listening to these albums. Um, I guess you want to start from the beginning? Thank me later? Yeah. All right, so Thank You Later comes on. I'm not going to do track by track because you guys, I'm not going to do that to you, but I'm just <laughs> going to highlight a couple things. Track by track, um, 
track one comes on fireworks and and going I didn't hear this the first time, but going back and listening to these albums in chronological order, mm-hmm. um the very first song, Drake is telling you he has insecurity problems mm-hmm. and he's dealing with the fact that his pops left um his pops left and he doesn't know what love is because he hasn't seen it up close. The very first song, and that was shocking to me that that was um, telling for who Drake is and what his character is. Uh, first album, first song. And that's how sort of kind of the, the the path that I went on listening to these albums was trying to figure out, well, does he give us a lot of, you know, look into who he is? Yeah, he pretty much stays on that insecurity, you know, daddy issues, um, not knowing how to love, you know, looking for love in strip clubs, stuff like that. Like, that's been a theme of his since, you know, Thank Me Later. Or you can even go back to So Far Gone, which is like a mixtape really though, but his real introduction to us um, in the mainstream, um, actually. But yeah, that's been like, that's been like his thing. And I, I'm not a Drake fan, but I'm not a Drake hater also. Um, listening to these records um, front to back, what I did realize is that I am fine. No, I am a fan of Drake the rapper, not Drake the singer. Mm-hmm. And thank me later, with you know, you got outside of the singles, um, a lot of it was him, like, it was I want to singing songs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what kind of discredits him from having a classic in my eyes is that he doesn't have an album that you can play back front to back without any skips. Skips, yeah. A lot of his, a lot of his songs are skips. Skip, skippable, skip, skip, skip. Yeah. They have, they have replay value, but you can't go front to back and take care and you said it take care is probably the closest to that in terms of mm-hmm. complete body of work that is fire front to back um yeah. what i do admire about drake when he's rapping is when he decides to get into that bag he's there he's yeah 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 he he's he's rapping um, I'm trying to think if I have an example on Thank Me Later of him just rapping. No. And that's not like a, a knock at him. And the only reason why I'm doing it is because I'm comparing everything to take, for me, I'm comparing his albums to take care. Because that, that was his, if I had to say, does he have a classic album? You mentioned it. Yeah, that would be my... Okay, this would be number one. Yeah. But on Take Care, what was your um, favorite track? Because I know you're not really a fan, but what was it? Listening back, what was your favorite track? Um... Lord knows. I'm see, uh, this is this is perfect. And people don't think that we do this like we plan this ahead of time and we talk this out. 
folks, we this is our first time breaking this album down together. Like we haven't spoken about Facts. that. And the reason, the reason why I'm stopping you here is because that's the same exact song that I went to first in terms of the rapper Drake showing himself. Yeah. yeah and, it, and it makes you wonder, like, why even worry about or, like, why even involve yourself with these R&B-ish type? Like, you're not a, a vocalist. You're not a singer. So, like, why even, you know, one or two songs, I get it, okay? You want to sing a hook? Like, that's, you know, we've seen that. Over the over history in hip hop, like a rapper trying to sing, you know, a chorus or something like that, like that's cool. But then you have like a lot of R and B fills in your albums, and it's like, dude, why? Like, you just go off. Like we know you got it. Go off. Lord knows was a track for me that had no hook and just him barring us to death over yeah. one of Just Blaze. Yeah. 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 Um, what I like about how I broke all of his albums down. Um, Thank Me Later, he rapped like that kid with confidence that wants to be labeled as the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like, this is what I see for myself in the future. This is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Take care. He was rapping like, "Oh no, I know I'm the best yeah. out here." Yeah. Like, period. That, yeah. Um. Yeah, because even if you go back to um, and it's funny because on <laughs> "Thank Me Later," the track with a uh, track with Jay Drake. This is how they gonna distract you with silly rap views, trying to get like. I'm like. Mm-hmm. This nigga was giving him game this entire time. Yep. And yep. <laughs> he did a really good job of avoiding it up until the Meek situation. Yep. But yep. Lord knows was one of those tracks to me where listening to it back, I was like, oh no, nah, this nigga's rapping. Yeah. And it made me yeah. think, um, it made me try to play a and r in my head because you're going to get to a and r lebron in a second but <laughs> it made me uh think how come we've never heard a j cole kendrick and drake record i don't know maybe ego but they well, I guess Drake doesn't get along with Kendrick like that, but he's cool with Cole. Yeah. Cole's cool with Kendrick and they respect each other as okay, this is our this is our tier, this is our class. And usually when people do the breakdown of rappers, you got your uh your safe haven, which is where everybody labels MJ Big Pop. Mm-hmm. And then the next tier is Kendrick, Drake, Cole. Mm-hmm. And then the tier below that would be like Big Sean, Wale, um, some other people. But it's interesting. Yeah, that's a good question, though. Yeah. Maybe Cole wasn't feeling his vibes. I don't know. But he has a track like musically, you know what I mean? They got songs together, though. 
a beat is made freestyle. Yeah, I mean, like the three of them, the three of them. Yeah. Because Kendrick's on Take Care, doing a whole interlude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. Would you be um, here? Like, what type of song would you want to hear from the three of them, though? Would it give me something like, like, give me something like Lord Knows. I don't want to hook. If y'all niggas just rap with no, like, no, not worrying about bars, I mean, um, like, oh, I, I got to give you a 16. I got, if y'all just get on a, a, a track and just rap, mm-hmm. I think um, that control drink was like that. It was Kendrick and some other people, and that's when Kendrick called out everybody and was saying mm-hmm. that he wanted to murder everybody. There was no hook on yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That could be dope. But I was, when I was going through it, I'm like, not why haven't they ever done a, a track together? Because you don't need a hook to kind of um, like you don't want. Uh, I don't want to. I want to call it a pseudo um, track where Drake's doing a hook and you got Kendrick and Cole splitting verses. Being the rappers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in the mode that J Cole is in as of late with these features. I think he would pull the best out of both of them niggas and be like, nah, show up. Yeah. Definitely. That'll be a good look. That, that's what I'm saying. Give That'll them... You don't need a poppy beat. Give them something that they can just vibe out to. I don't know who yeah. I would get to produce that. But get them something they can vibe out to, and just let them rap. Don't give them no time constraints. Don't say, "Yo, so and so um laid his verse." Nah, get them. I don't want the over. The, yeah, we'll send it to you. No, get in the room. <laughs> don't email me nothing. Nah, you don't gotta be there. Get in the room. Yeah, you need that energy. Yeah, we're done. But yeah, that take take care is um a lot of people will argue that nothing was the same could be up there with take care. And some people's and some I asked a bunch of Drake fans, some people do have Yeah, nothing because was the same. nothing was the same was the Shiz Naive for me yeah. when it came out. And then when I went and did this little project, I'm like, um okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What happened? Nothing was the same was is that album that didn't age that well to me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because I remember I remember when Nothing Was the Same came out and I remember loving this project. I remember loving this project and when I went back I was like okay. What did I miss? Hmm. Yeah. I um I thought of it this way, and tell me if I'm bugging. I listened to nothing was the same and said this is his volume two. And by with that, what with that, what I mean is for Jay, volume two was the record that made him uh 
pop culture star. That was hard. See, I think life. Take Care did that for him. Let, let me let me go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Um, on nothing was the same. You had started from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Every white person in America <laughs> was using that verbiage to describe anything. That that that's what I mean by like that was his volume. He has the quotables. Of- he has the quotables. Undoubtedly, like the most quoted rapper in hip hop history. Like I will stand on but that. You, but you also have "Hold On, We're Going Home." Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to a Drake concert, but this project made me want to go just to hear how what he does at concerts because he got hits. The boy he has got hits. hits. He can pro- he can probably give you like a four hour show of just hit, like hits and performance. Like if he has you, features, he, away, he has singles. Like Drake yeah. has he has hits. If you take away a lot of the filler songs with him like singing and being like. I get it. You got to do up and down to get to, you know, you can't have people on a 10 the entire time, but I heard somebody listening to his catalog. Good. Yeah, I heard somebody, because all his albums are way too long, so I heard somebody say that if he would just use like eight, seven, eight, nine songs, like he would have a, he would have a lot of classic projects. Like there are a lot of, like if you think about it, for Nothing was the same. You can go Tuscan Leather. That was a fire. Of course. Like that. Blackened. Just hold on. We're going home. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Yeah, um, Tuscan Leather mm-hmm. started from the bottom. Um, Hold on, we're going home. I will put 305 to my city in there. Pound cake, uh, you can argue, maybe. Come through. Like, he has, like, a good seven, eight songs within this. This is this this is one of the like his shorter ones. I think it's like fifteen. If you cut this down in half, like this is a solid, solid joint. You can just listen to it straight through. From um, take care might be a little bit more difficult because he has it's like a lot. There's a lot going on there, but you can make that argument for a lot of his albums if you just go with like seven, eight, nine tracks. Maybe you have a like a real solid top to bottom project without all of these like R&B fillers and you know weird interludes there are some classics within these albums they're just too long Um, a lot of them feel like playlists you know what I mean like just playlist projects Um, if you could just like concise it you know make it smaller 
I think that's what he was probably trying to do with Scorpion. I know we're jumping a little bit, but we'll come back to it. I think I think side B was his album, but then the push it the push of T thing happened, and he had to address it, which was a lot mm. of like the side A stuff, which was which was like the better the better half to me. Um, but he said he claims that um, March fourteenth was already done before the whole pusher, you know, story of Adidon was out. Maybe this was gonna be like you know his big reveal for his son. This would have been the album's do. And then he just you know added side A because of you know he had to dress Pusha T. Uh, in a more lengthier fashion than his original response. I think but, um, um, that from Aiko, that's another joint you can add as a... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But Tuscan Leather, he started that album off the right way because the rapping that yeah. nigga was doing on Tuscan Leather... Yeah. That I mean, beat goes... How many? How much time is he spending on the intro, nigga? Not enough is the, que- the answer to your yeah. question. Not enough time. Yeah, it's a six-minute intro, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but the, and and going through these albums, that was one of the things that I liked was waiting for those records where Drake, the rapper, let us hear him rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find myself waiting for those songs on every album, like. Um, if you read This Is Too Late, which was a playlist, um, he was rapping on there, but there were a couple songs that that nigga could have just left off. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, a lot. But this, I think, if you're reading This Is Too Late, was the album for me that was like, okay, this is hit after hit after hit after hit this is like this was the the party record this was the stadium music if you will mm-hmm. um 10 bands i'm like i remember when that used yeah. to go off um yeah legend yeah yeah but i the joint i want to company was dope with travis scott but the joint mm-hmm. that <sighs> made me uh throw it back 6 p.m. Yes, nigga. Yes, nigga. <laughs> you love these little city titled songs of Drake, don't you? But he be go- those are the joint that he be really rapping on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't even argue that. But yeah. He be in his lyrical bag. He be in his lyrical bag. He throws a lot of subs at Jay, but <laughs> He be rapping, rapping on these uh time and <laughs> time and city songs, yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah. that that's part of what I'm saying, like about me not being a fan, but being a fan of when he raps. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need the melodies, I don't need the, the the singing and crooning. But on one of the joints, he said he don't. The city um, time joints, the joints that he be rapping on. Um, 
I didn't really listen to uh, the joint with Teacher. I, I kind of skipped right over that. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, page. <laughs> I don't like Future, so I I wasn't gonna even be able to like be in the space to hear that. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. I, um. I, what are your thoughts on More Life, which is also like a playlist joint? More life, if you don't give me any of those European artists ever again, I'm fine. And you're going to get people be like, that was actually a good part of, nah. I'm, any of them songs without the uh, European artists, I'm good. You don't like, you don't like the, the British Jamaican type, French type sounding people? You're done now, eh? They don't do it for you. You're done now, eh? Gigs don't do it for you? No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Gigs don't do it for you? Yeah. No. Not at all. I would That was highly anticipated. Views. I had to, and this was my problem with views the first time. I had to get past people's critique of that it was a bad album. Because I, I usually don't let people dictate how I feel about albums. But everybody mm -hmm. was saying Views was bad. And I think I went into Views thinking yeah. this is going to be a bad mm -hmm. album. Um, yeah. Here is the first time that I hear Drake... Uh, Sounding like, oh, I have all the money in the world. I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people, but I'm still lonely. Like you can, mm -hmm. you can see here. Going back to the first album, you can see here. This is where that void of not having love. Although he consistently mentions it in all the albums, you can see here. Like he's got all the money. He's got people around him now that, ironically, are just there. No one really to, mm -hmm. you know how sometimes they say, oh, you can have all the money in the world, but you don't got nobody to share it with. You can, yeah, yeah you can What's see that and you can see it in this album. Like, I feel like as opposed to making music, he should have been on a therapist's couch trying to deal with issues from mm -hmm. Thank Me Later. Are you are you ready to hear new content from Drake? Whether you're ready or not, it's gonna happen. Do you think it's gonna happen though? Because he's you mentioned it before from out the gate with Thank Me Later, he's been, you know, woe is me. And that's kind of been like a theme throughout all of his all of his projects. Um no, if you go back to a famous Joe Button review of views, he was saying that um, he was looking for introspection from Drake and he never got that. And that's looking deep. Like a lot of rappers fall into that um, space where on an album they're going to give you, okay, well, now I'm going to take a personal look at myself. I'm, I'm going to walk you out down memory lane and tell you how I was feeling. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's been in the game, what, 10 years now? Yeah. And we, we we're still getting the same, you know. We're getting the same kind. Like, I saw Offset's interview on the Breakfast Club, and he was like, 
And this is Offset. We're not even talking about like a lyricist. He was just talking about, you know, content over, you know, just he feel like content is coming back and you have to really be talking about something now because, like, you know, the days of just rapping about stuff that people don't have is kind of, you know, it's kind of corny. So you got to be talking about something that people can, like, really relate to. And on his album, Father of Four, he, you know, he was going into that about being a father and, you know, growing up without his father. Like, he was being real introspective. Mm -hmm. And that's his first solo project. Like coming off doing, I think Migos has like three albums already. Like he felt like, all right, now is the time. I'm 26, 27, however old he is. I feel like I have to talk about something, not just, you know, the ice and the cars. I have to really talk about something that people can relate to. I feel like Drake has just been talking about him being lonely and, you know, for a, for ten, for a decade now, is he ever going to talk about you know activism, socialism? Like, are we ever going to see? He that? did on on one song. It wasn't like a. a I guess it was his. I mean, yeah, like that. that, that. What song is it? I'm thinking about. Like, you have a son now, so is it, you know, are you going to talk about being a father and, you know, if it's changed you, has it changed you? Why hasn't it, if it hasn't? Like, we've seen it, like, with Jay-Z, he was, started out as a drug dealer, and you get that feel in his early projects, and it's like, all right, I'm in a relationship, okay, cool, you get that, like, excuse me, miss, you know, sexy type records. And then you're married, and then you know children, and you almost get divorced, and then you get four, four, four. So it's like, when do we get that maturation from Drake, and how much longer will we tolerate just you know these woe, woe is me tracks that he's been? Giving I think um, the fact that we know where um, the girl. On um, what Hooters the girl worked at on Peach Street, <laughs> like we know that much. We know he loves strippers because he says that, and that that's probably mm-hmm. like one of the the constants. Um, maybe on this album coming up, we get um, Drake talking about how there was chinks in the armor after Pusha T about you know what that was like. I'm going to punch you in your face when we see you. Maybe we get that. How he had had to have that conversation with his son. How he's facing the reality that he turned into his pops. You know, his pops was, he said his leg was out guilt tripping about him not being around. Maybe we get that Mm -hmm. from Drake. Like that, oh my God, I turned right um, right into this nigga. All right, so one of the arguments I've heard about Jay-Z um, being the greatest back in the 90s and early 2000s was that there were other artists that were putting out, if not better projects, just as good um, as Jay-Z. So for every year, I'll just quickly run through um, Drake's projects that he released year by year and the other, you know, hip hop projects that 
came out that year. And then you can tell me if Drake's joints were better or if they maybe had more of a cultural impact or like a, you know, a worldwide impact or whatever, if there'd be such a thing. Um, so far gone, we won't count because that's more like a mixtape. Uh, Thank Me Later came out in 2010. And for me already, it does not compare. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Teflon Don, that's Rick Ross, um, and B.O.B., The Adventures of Bobby. I like The Adventures of Bobby Ray. That's my dash. That's my shiz right I lo- there. I love, so I I love got- uh, Bobby Digital, um, B.O.B. I-, I was one of the few that li- listened to all his albums and his mixtapes. Yo, facts. The Adventures of Bobby Ray goes. So for me already at the top, MBDTF, that's that's one of that's a hip hop classic to me. So Thank Me Later had lost in twenty ten to to Kanye. What about you? When you said that, I'm like, okay. Well and then you said Teflon Don right after that. I'm like, God dang. Teflon yeah. Don may be one of Ross's hardest albums. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Ross fan, but I've I've heard that. Um, I'm not a Ross fan. I'm not a Ross hater. Like all of his songs sound the same to me, so I don't I don't really give him much credence. But I've heard people rave about Teflon Don. Um, Take Care, 2011. Yeah, Watch the Throne, Section 80, it's K Dot, Cold World, The Carter Four. Fear of God 2, Self-Made Volume 1, and Ambition by Wale. Hmm. He might have I was gonna say, I think you I think you can put take care, because those are those are supposedly mixtapes, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, Section eighty yeah. and Cold World, but um, Watch the Throne kind of has like a mixtape yeah. feel as well, although they won't admit it that it's a mixtape, but it, it it's kind of mixtape ish. Watch the Throne was Jay Z um letting Kanye have the shine as the rapper producer, and then on um like certain tracks you can hear with Jay Z was like, all right, my nigga, that's fourth quarter, give me the ball, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, what's next? Nothing was the same. Twenty thirteen, you got Jesus, Marshall Mathers, two, Acid Rap, Acid Rap doesn't mm-hmm. uh, Magna Carta, mm-hmm. uh, because the internet that's childish, childish Gambino, and Hall of Fame, Big Sean. Nothing was the same. Magna Carta. Jesus. Acid rap. I may I may give him uh, I may give him nothing with that year, nothing was the same. Only reason I'm saying that was because Magna Carta, for all the hype they did with the producers and the commercials and all that other stuff, the album to some people was a, a was a disappointment. For you. 
No, 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 not for me. I, I enjoyed the album, but I thought it was going to be more than. Would you have it? Would you put it over? Because I would put Magna Carta over nothing was the same. Mm. Hold on. Um. I am also in the minority of people that love Kingdom Come. So. There was nothing wrong with Kingdom Come. It was just. A it, it didn't need to be a double disc. Um, that was grown up Jay Z that people yeah. didn't want at that time. Right. Um, I'm looking at Magna Carta. Um, I don't know. I can see how somebody could make an argument either way that Magna Carta uh, was better or that um, nothing was the same was better because I was I'm sitting here looking at the track list of Magna Carta and I'm like, nah. You, you got- you got some hard tracks on uh Yeah. What about Hall of Fame? I haven't listened to that no. in a while. I feel like that That was one of Sean's worst albums. So you're not here for the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on. 2015, if you're reading this, it's too late. You had to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, he lost. Uh, Shrimp I Life. I hate to pimp a butterfly. I really? hate to pimp a butterfly. Have you listened to it recently? I, I can't, like, that's one of the albums I, I, that's one of the albums I, <laughs> I really don't want to go back to. You have to go back. No, I get it. It back. was very, hey, we're black and we're proud. Um, it it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. It came out too soon. It should have been like twenty, like post Trump. <laughs> should have been like twenty seventeen. It was it was a couple of years too soon. Well, Go back to it. it. The butterfly. Shrimp life. Uh, futures don't futures joint. That DS square joint. Um, Dark sky paradise. Mm, yeah, no. Dark yeah. sky paradise. Take that. Um, and documentary two. Oh, dang! That was a really hard album. Darkest before dawn. Uh, and the album about nothing. I love that. Yeah, joint. but Wale's with the with with Seinfeld. Not against the documentary two and um, Dark Side Paradise. I was going to say Dark Side Paradise yeah. had that year, but um. The game is one of those people where he has really, really great albums and probably one of the better catalogs. Mm-hmm. But you got to get past the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But for my personal sake, I'm going to go with uh, "Dark Sky Paradise" because that was Sean's. Uh, that was mm-hmm. that was Sean's album. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put I'll put the album about nothing. Documentary two, Sean's joint, and Tapimba Butterfly, all before if you're reading this yeah. to it. Um, 2016 views. Here we go. Life of Pablo, Coloring Book, Anti, Shrimp Life Two. That was the mannequin. Yo, Shrimp. They uh, don't get a lot of credit, but Ray <laughs> Shrimp, they got some records. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kendrick's Untitled Unmastered Joint. I never really got into that. 
to be honest. Um, Schoolboy Q, Blink Face, that album goes. For Your Eyes Only, not my favorite cold joint, but, you know, he has his hive. Uh, Birds in a Trap, Sing McKnight, that's Travis Scott joint. I don't really like that album. Major Key, that was a good joint. And uh, Kyrie Chanel, that's Dave East. I think that's his first album. My, see, and... I'm glad you're doing this uh, year by year, but part of the problem is people started, people stopped dropping the same time they knew somebody else was coming. So, like, you get a whole bunch of staggered. That Kendrick Unmasked was just, like, some unreleased tracks. Um, Four mm-hmm. Eyes Only, um, that was after Forest Hills. If Forest Hills Drive came out at any time that Drake's album, any one of those years Drake's albums came out, we're not even having this discussion. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think people started staggering. Oh well, Drake's dropping this year. I'm gonna let him have, and then I'm gonna come back like the following year. If you notice, they never drop around. Um, they never drop around the same time, especially yeah. except for last year when Kanye did that whole little good thing, that good rollout. Which outside of Pusha T's joint, <laughs> and Tiana. But in terms of rap, oh yeah, in terms of rap, outside of Pusha T joint, it was like, well, Kid C Ghost is Kid C. You gotta listen to Kid C Ghost. Kid C Ghost was fire. I listened to it, and I wasn't. A, and this was not. Got keep going, keep going. I, I told you I listened to all those albums because I wanted to give him all a fair share. And nah, you can't just listen to it once. You got go back to Kid C Ghost. Yay was trash. Nas joint was trash. Pusha had the hottest joint of the whole rollout. Tiana's was good. It would have been way better if if it was longer. Maybe not even more songs, but just like full songs, like you know, two verses and a and a bridge or something like that. One verse chorus that didn't that didn't really like connect on an R and B level. Like that worked for Pusha, but that didn't really connect for me for Tiana. And plus, she hadn't released an, an album in so long. Like we needed to hear more from her. So if the songs were longer and maybe like one or two added, I would have, I could have gone for like a 10 track Tiana joint, but her joint was good. Nas joint was trash. Ye's joint was trash, whatever. But Kissy Ghost was fire. Go back to it. That's good production, decent lyrics, you know, for what Ye could produce during that psychotic time. Cuddy was giving it. Go back to it. What's the last one? That was uh, <laughs> so yeah. So for me, Life of Pablo, Eclipse, Coloring Book, Anti. Oh my God, Anti alone. Like I would just take Anti, Shrim Life Two, and Blink Face. Did you hear that album? School by yeah, I you? did. I did. Yeah, that. I'm... That was when I started to really rock with with West Coast people. So it was that album. Yeah, it wasn't even Kendrick really. It was that album. Drake don't win that. Um, um yeah, Drake doesn't win twenty sixteen at all. Um, twenty seventeen, more life. You have damn. He doesn't win this year. Four, four, four. Um, culture, Migos' first, you know, culture joint. I decided. It's an album, 21 Savage joint. 
Um, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, that's Two Chains. Uh, Flower Boy, that's Tyler the Creator. I believe that was Grammy nominated. I never got into that. He's annoying to me, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Teenage Emotions, Lil Yachty. I never got, I can't, with a Yachty album. Uh, Double or Nothing, the Metro Boomin' Big Sean collab. Uh, Jaden Smith's album, which is yeah. really good. Sire, Sire, whatever, however you say it. And College, Grateful. But if you notice, the as we get more recent, you're hearing how many more albums are dropping. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, like even when you read the list, I'm like, jeez, all this music came out in one year, and it's like impossible to digest all of these albums. Yeah, yeah, and then his joints be so long, like eighteen, like an hour and change. Like you can't, like nobody's, nobody has the time to do that anymore. You got to give us a good thirty five minutes and go about your business, Drake. Like, and we. He was dropping 2019, so far gone. 2010, thank me later. Take care. 2011, like you're dropping music consistently. Like we don't need 20, like 20 songs. You're dropping albums every year, except for like nothing was the same. And then if you're reading that, like that was a two year gap. But then you came back with views in 2016, more life 2017, and then Scorpion just got lost. It was too much. Invasion of privacy, KOD, everything is love, victory lap, Daytona, Astro World. Kamikaze Championships, Yay, Kitsy Ghost, Redemption by J Rock, Bear Bongs and Bentleys, Dirty Computer, Dime Trap. Like 2018, you lost. You just got lost in the sauce. Like you had that one shiggy moment and that other joint. What was the other song when he was in Miami giving out money or something or took somebody's God's plan? I think uh, what you're noticing, um, and this is if you guys haven't done this and want to do this uh, challenge as well, by all means, go back and revisit uh, all the albums. Um, we should do this for another artist a different time. But um, you can hear the change from him being a star, like we said. The, the yeah, shift. the major artist. Yep. And he starts to do like, uh, yep. he, he's not a rapper after nothing was the same. Now he becomes Drake the artist, and that's when he starts to get into all these other mm-hmm. European and Jamaican and all these. Like you hear his Afro punk, yeah. yeah. You, you hear him trying to be yeah. an artist and trying to step away from the rapper, but mm-hmm. he still gives you glimpses of that on freestyles on certain like. Yeah, he still have moments like Drake has really big moments but like the totality he is not it doesn't splash like he after take care like the rest of these are just like a, a consistent six seven out of ten like if you just rating it it's just like okay nothing was the same I would give that a six if you're reading this I would give that a six views I would give that a six more life yeah, like he's just he's just a consistent six. A lot of people are gonna kill you for that, but I'm gonna let you uh and that's beauty of music, it's subjective. Free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. Um I wanna talk about something that's gonna lead us into uh 
our next topic, but it's about Drake still and him. Uh, we said not being introspective, but did you see the Whitney thing? I did. All right. Here's my uh, reason why I asked is because Drake not giving us introspection and having his own demons that he hasn't dealt with. What'd you think of the Whitney doc? Did you cry? Um, I didn't because it was very close. It was very similar to the Showtime mm-hmm. documentary that I saw last year, like which is it shows a lot of the nigger, the niggerdom of the Houston's. Um, so a lot of it, like I was already privy to, but when I hear her sing, my heart does like I get really sad. I don't know why. Like genuinely, I get sad. You get goosebumps because and she was a talent. Yo, it was it's crazy to me, and I wanted to post about it, but I was like, I can't even find the words because I was like genuinely sad. I'm like, damn, like she was really one of a kind. Like it, you can't duplicate it. Her voice was like it was just natural, and like the old folks would say, she was anointed. But it was like that's really what it comes down to. Like she, it was a gift from God, and it was like, and it just it like breaks my heart when I see her and to like be involved in drugs and just couldn't like get her life together. The thing that took me, uh, and I think I replayed this and rewound it so many times when she was saying, um, Hey, uh, nippy, nippy, come out, nippy. And then she was going, Whitney, Hey, Whitney, you there? And she said, yeah, Whitney can talk to Nippy, but Nippy not going to talk back. And you can, and the guy said, mm-hmm. the psychotherapist said, if you don't know who you are, you can't get help because no one knows who, to, no one knows mm-hmm. who to help. And I was like, geez, that's powerful. Yeah. But it, yeah. the reason why I wanted to tie that into the conversation with the whole Drake album thing is that musicians and period, musicians, period, sometimes we don't know the demons that they they face to produce the music that they do, mm-hmm. but when it consumes mm-hmm. them to the point of taking their life, it's like, fam. You saw you saw like yeah. when she was trying to get back, um, trying to get back and like her uh, where she was. The things that Bobby Christina said she hated her mother because like she chose drugs and stuff over being a mom, and. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Um, I don't know who introduced drugs to who, but it's sad how um, it was the brother. Yeah. Her brother got into drugs. Got into smoking and, you know, when you smoke and you party like that, you see something else and then, you know, before you know it, you're a full-blown crackhead. It's crazy. I I remember the jokes people had about her at the Michael Jackson thing because she looked bad. Yeah, I remember that. Like it was she yesterday. looked bad. I believe it aired on my birthday. She looked really bad. She looked really really bad. And it's like it's like you just want to shake them. Like can't you see what you're doing? But addiction is an actual disease and. It has to be properly cured or you'll just end up in a cycle of rehab, come home, do okay, you know, maybe relapse, okay, go back, rehab, come home. And it's just like, it's it's crazy and it's like sad. I said, they spent, they wasted really millions 
of her booking studio time and not showing up and all that of millions. Not showing up. Not showing up. Or just up. being strung out for days and nobody can get like could reach her because she just. Yep. Yep. And then you have Bobby, her daughter, growing up seeing that all of her life, and then she ends up the same, same way. way. The same way. And it's like, damn, you're like, I, it just makes me sad. Like hearing her sing, like I could, I could watch her and hear stories and read articles, but like the moment she starts singing, yo, when she sang that Star Spangled Banner, yeah, national, yeah. like, bro. I was like, what? Really? But yeah, it was that was a it was a good documentary. The hundred mil deal and her pops trying to steal. I'm like, fam, these people go through so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like you can almost see what like why it would drive you to drugs. You know what I mean? Like you can always it's some it's one thing to do it recreationally. You party in the lights, so like you know you slip a line, whatever, whatever, it's cool. But then when you're like indulgent to like cope, your father, you was always like a daddy's girl, and now your father trying to sue you for like that uh, that can drive you crazy. And then where else are you gonna go? You're surrounded by people, you don't know who to trust because you have so much money, you don't know if they're here for the money or if they're really here because they love you. Like I get it, and I I can I can see how that would lead you to drinking and drugs and. But like at some point you gotta, you would hope that they would just you know pull themselves up and be like, nah, I can't. And you saw her like she went to rehab. She tried. She came out. She didn't have enough money because like people were sucking her dry. Business wasn't right, so she couldn't. She didn't even have enough money to stay in the rehab, so she had to come home. Ended up going back to it and then try to get her life back together. I remember uh, Clive saying he spoke to her and she was saying she was getting cleaned up and, you know, she was taking swimming as cardio, you know, get her lungs back and singing again. And she was coming back. She was going to come back. I don't believe L.A. Reid for one second that he says he didn't know that uh, she was doing drugs. Yeah, he's a clown. He knew. Stupid ass. He knew. I told I told he Tiff. Knew. I don't believe nothing that nigga said. I said ever. he knew, but when you're making me money, what am I going to do? Exactly. I'm going to turn. I'm gonna. I'm gonna exactly. turn a blind eye to it. Why? Because you're making me money. Right. And the crazy part is, right? You're you're on tour for six months, and you're bringing me ninety million dollars. What I'm supposed to do? Send you to rehab for six months and not make this ninety yeah. million? Okay. Okay. That nigga knew. Yeah, I did that whole. So I'm saying, like, she was just surrounded by people who was just like, who just saw her as a, a cash cow. And I believe that I do believe that there were some people that were genuinely cared about her, like you know, her alleged little girlfriend, mm-hmm. Robin. Not not alleged. That was a boo. That was a boo. <laughs> a boo, Robin and and Pat. You know, I do believe there was some people that really, but then it's like other people was like, "Yo, you're my money maker, and whatever you got to do to keep getting." Listen, go get the money. Yeah. It's sad. I know it's... Hold on, hold on. You ain't gonna do this. Nope. Bring us back. Bring us back. God bless you, son. God bless you. Okay, did he cover his mouth? Don't do that to my son. With the elbow? With the elbow? Hey!
Get it, Katie. That was the perfect song to bring into my next topic before I let you go. What's the what's the blackest thing you've ever done? I'm gonna give you some context here. I'm talking like grape soda, watermelon. What's the blackest thing you've done? Oh man, I might have to think. I'm not really. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm a. Um, let me think about it a little bit. All right. Well, while you think about it, Tell I'm gonna give you mine. Yeah. I think the most nigger thing that I could do would be to go to Louisiana and go to Popeyes in Louisiana. <laughs> Nigga, that would just be dumb. Of all the food that you get in Louisiana, that that was that was I was thinking about that because I was in line at Popeyes. You know what? Yeah, this is going to turn into me venting for two seconds. Don't you hate when you're in Popeye's and you behind... <laughs> you, you behind an old lady that's ordering uh, the 60-piece for her family, and now you got to wait 20 minutes <laughs> for more chicken. For the next batch. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to wait 20 more minutes because you want to order 60-piece. But... <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, nah, that was really nigga of you to go to Louisiana and be like, nah, I gotta go to Popeyes. Like, it's gonna be different. Like, it's gonna be different from any Popeyes anywhere. You won't go to Louisiana and go to. I was like, yeah, me asking Melissa, what's the blackest thing she did? Because I didn't want to be out there by myself. I don't. The closest thing I can think of right now. Is like having a, a a burrito bowl from Chipotle in the movie theater. Okay, that counts. That's 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 pretty. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that counts. We'll take that. Yeah, yeah, we'll take that. When you, when you think of a real good one. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm a ponder on that for a week. Yeah, you think of a good one, let me know. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's been some real niggerdom. Yeah, I'm going to think, I'm gonna think right. on that. When I used to work at Best Buy, me and my guy, me and my guy, Brian, the AP, faithful listener of the show. Uh, one day we ordered Chinese food and we was like, yo, let's take it back. We had chicken and fries with two grape sodas and a <laughs> And that's my <laughs> break room. <laughs> like, uh, <come> on. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh. Let's let's let these niggas uh know who we are. I wouldn't dare do that now, uh, but. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, you got any shows before you get out? <clears throat> Um, I do have a show. What's the name of it? Oh, Good Girls. Good Girls. 
currently on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, but I believe it's an NBC series. It's supposed to be coming back next month. Uh, it's about the three women. Yeah, these three women, very different. Uh, one is a single mom with like a gender fluid daughter, which is okay. Um, the other one is a married, a married woman with four children, and her husband is a cheater and a con artist. He has his car dealership. And the third one is a black woman who's married with children, and one of her daughters has a a, a failing kidney or something. Um, so the three of them are deep into some financial issues, and they decide to rob the grocery store where the single mother with the gender fluid daughter works. Um, and they're supposed to only get thirty thousand dollars, which would be enough. Uh, they would get ten grand a piece, and that would be enough to you know fix all their financial woes, but they end up getting a hundred K because a drug dealer uses that grocery store to clean his money. So they get into it with the drug dealer. They don't have all the money because of course the single mother starts blowing all of hers on stupid stuff like a Porsche and MacBooks <laughs> and flat screens. So they end up having to work for the drug dealer and then that turns into some a whole nother criminal activity that they don't really want to be in but they don't really have a choice i think i mentioned that show so, on yeah. here before i didn't know the name of it but good girl isn't that i think um i saw a trailer for that i didn't watch the actual show but i, I mentioned that up here before yeah that's yeah. It's pretty yeah i'm gonna look at that because yeah. i saw it's that. pretty it's funny it's dramatic <laughs> it's yeah it's a good one um that's a good one being that this was music uh we did the two Two de- killings of Sam Cooke, right? We did that. Um, mm-hmm. The Ted, um, the Ted Bundy uh, murder stories. If, if ever you're in a search for anything, they got a, they got content on Netflix. They got content on Hulu, and we be blessing y'all every week. Y'all, y'all actually owe us. We bless y'all every week, but um, good girl, Ted Bundy stories. Uh, that's all I have. You're gonna think about your most nigga thing you ever did, and we're gonna talk about next week how these uh fast food restaurants are gonna stop with these fake gender neutral toys. Listen, gender fluidity, gender ne- neutrality. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't. We gonna get into it next week. I ain't even. I'm not even. Nope. Oh man. Yeah, we just talk about it. Maybe into next week. But until then, <laughs> get, your, get your get your excuses ready for Monday. Uh, we're we're here, same time, same channel. Oh, how? Same time, yes, sir.